This episode is brought to you by Get Mobile ID, the smart choice for MDL implementations. Put citizens in control with Get Mobile ID, fully ISO compliant and UL certified for all transaction modes. Learn more at getgroupna.com. Welcome to AnvaCast, bringing news, information, and expertise to the Anva community. Now celebrating our 90th anniversary. Here's your host, Ian Grossman. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, This week, I'm pleased to welcome to the podcast his first appearance, Kevin Garvey, who is the chief of staff at the Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles, to talk to me about an interesting campaign they've been uh, going on for a little while that's really reinforcing a new workforce culture in Indiana. Uh, Kevin, welcome to your first appearance on the Amphicast. Thanks. This is great. So... Uh, I asked you to come on here because I saw you recently give a presentation around a couple of programs that you're doing. And about a year or so ago, I spoke to your commissioner about Indiana being recognized as one of being voted one of the best places to work in Indiana uh, among state agencies, I believe, was the, the, the ranking. And this seems to be an element of that, particularly a program you have called the Resource Team and another one called All Star Days, which... The reason why it resonated with me is there's so much conversation around workforce culture, workforce development that leads to retention and employee satisfaction. It seemed to fit into that world. So before we talk about the actual programs, tell is that kind of the the lens that the Bureau looks at that says, what, what, what are the new components, what are the elements we need for the culture we want? Yeah, it absolutely is. I think... You know, especially in the area of state government, we're never going to be that top paying employer. Mm -hmm. We're just not going to be. And so, you know, we also have learned, I think, that today's employee is looking for different things than what they were 20 years ago from an employer. Yes. And so we've had to be creative in finding those ways. We're also a taxpayer funded organization. And so we don't just have this endless supply of money to try and do different things in order to to attract new talent and also to be able to retain the talent that mm. you have. Yeah. And so this these programs are, are just part of what we are doing when we talk about an overall kind of just focus and emphasis on culture, you know, recognizing top performers. It, one of the things I think that was so fascinating in that survey that we did that ultimately led to us being named one of those top mm-hmm. workplaces was our employees wanted more recognition, but it wasn't necessarily that they were looking for these large recognition things. It was like, just acknowledge the small stuff. Mm. That meant just as much to them as the big things. And I think we learned pretty quickly that our agency was doing a really good job at large, big projects that we had mm-hmm. completed. We would gather together and we would talk about how great they were right. and how, how well they're going to, you know, we implemented them and on time and under budget. But the day-to-day things that all these motor vehicle agencies do across the country day in and day out, they're pretty remarkable too. But we almost took them for granted. And so I think these were kind of a way of us to start to acknowledge some of those smaller things that folks were doing. And so which one of the the two programs? Let's start with the one that really recognizes high performers. Watching your presentation seemed to be the all-star days was really focused on how do we recognize those high performers? Maybe it's not that major project, but someone who day in and day out is going above and beyond. Yeah, all-star days really just started out as kind of this concept. Somebody... 
was courageous enough, and, and I think we're creating an environment such where people can ask these questions. And the question was, what if we just got a bunch of really great performing people from a particular area, lots of different branches, and we brought them all together and they ran one branch for the day? Mm. What would happen? And I think from there, the thought probably at that time was like, well, will we get people in and out of the door faster than we ever have before? Mm-hmm. And that kind of started it. But I think what we really got was a couple of different things. The first thing that we got was we started to see in the submissions that it wasn't just people being submitted who were the fastest. Mm. It was really like, hey, you also need somebody who is a really strong uplifter of people. When things are starting to get down, this person's just got a smile mm. or a way about the them. The office yeah, cheerleader. The cheerleader. Yeah. And so you just started to see as these submissions would come in and we would assemble this team. Yes, we had folks that were performing transactions, quite frankly, that you're like, are you doing this the right way? (laughs) But they're always quick to make sure that they're including their accuracy metrics and things like that. But you started to see that it took more than just those people that were really fast Mm -hmm. um, to build a team. And so when you would put them together, you would start to see like, this is really how it is. It's really funny. We we start every one of those all-star days off. We make them all get in a line. And we start to play, I don't even know what the name of the music is called. It's kind of famously known as the Chicago Bulls intro music. Okay. And so we start playing that, and we actually introduce them to all the people that are in the office and to each other, and we kind of read it like you're introducing an NBA starting lineup. So we'll say, (laughs) starting now... Um, from this branch location is this person. Oh, like and we'll the college re- they would be yeah. coming from. And yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. read a little <laughs> bit of a bio about them and mm-hmm. kind of, but it was just such a cool thing to do that. And then once we got them, we started to see what they were doing while they were in there. They were having conversations with mm-hmm. each other. It was kind of like, oh, you, da- you do that at your branch? I- I'm going to take that back and I'm going to do right. that at mine. Started sharing ideas. It was like a mini Anva conference. It, that you it had really in, in was. Yeah. yeah, it absolutely was. And so then we started to say, all right, now that we've got this group of talent here, we need to ask them questions about agency things that we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. You know, what does the BMV of the future look like was one of the questions mm-hmm. that we asked them. And we were like, if, if money was no object, what does this look like? And we got some really short-term ideas, but we also got some big vision type things. And it was like, if you're going to have all this talent in one room, let's utilize it so much more than just, can we do the transactions really fast every day? Right. So tell me more as as folks are listening to this and they go, can I do this in in my state? Walk me through the process and the operation. So the first thing you said was we received applications. So it wasn't a, we're going to go out and hand pick people process, but it was tell us from your branches who you think meets this criteria. Yeah. We really challenged our group to say, you're in charge of the nominations. We didn't even really put stringent criteria out there as far as who you want to nominate, because I think we, one, we just didn't know. And two, it was like, we kind of just need to see and, and be, and we were going to say, we're going to be flexible that this program can evolve. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited because I've, I've been a part of every single one of the 10 that we've done and they have evolved and they've changed. They've just gotten better each and every single one, but it truly was that it was going out to the folks there, the management in that area and saying, give us your submissions. 
And like I said, kind of organically, it happened that these teams, it wasn't just about here's all the people that do this job really fast. Mm -hmm. And then here's all the people that do this particular thing really mm -hmm. fast. It, it truly kind of became a team. And then what we would do is we would pick a centralized location, a location that we knew we could fit all of those people into. Mm -hmm. um, what you don't think about is the logistics of, well, now we've got a, if we went to a particular location, well, that location's got a people that work at it. So mm -hmm. those people Where did they then, go for the day? yeah, so those people <laughs> went out and covered the people that came oh, to okay. there. And so it was a great way to get them introduced to a new mm -hmm. location. One of the cool things that we started to do was um, we would actually visit the branch that was hosting the day earlier, and we would take them a little bit of a thank you box for the folks that were going right. out and traveling and kind of covering for those folks to come in. And so we did that, and it was just kind of like a, hey, thanks for traveling. Thanks for going out and covering. They were playing an important role, too. Sure. You know, they were they were a part of it, whether they knew it or not. Right, whether they wanted to. Or yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so then you bring those folks in. Um, you know, we were we were pretty budget conscious. Mm -hmm. You know, you can you can make this thing I think as big or as small as you want it to be. But we were pretty budget conscious. We gave them a lot of um, small little tokens of things. You mm -hmm. know, from you know lanyards to pens to um, one of their favorite items that we give them is we actually give them a gift certificate that they can buy uh, Indiana BMV apparel. We have our mm -hmm. own kind of clothing, clothing store, yeah. store um, and they love that one to be able to kind of go out and buy things. We gave them a we actually gave them a shirt as well that had a an all star logo oh, on the fun. sleeve yep. that no one else had unless you are an actual all star. Nice. So that's a different way for them to go back. Right. in their branch and kind of people are like, hey, oh, I'm yeah. interested in that. And so um, it, it was just this incredible program that we did and it didn't cost us a lot of money, but, yeah. the, but the ripple effect that it has had on our agency and our employees and, and to kind of be able to post the photos, mm -hmm. you know, I was glad I got to share a couple of those in the presentation that I did because it, it was such a cool event um, and it also kind of just brought a group together that I don't think, when you think about the fact that you've got people from, could be as far away as 100, 150 miles mm -hmm. from each other coming and working together. But then we were able to bring the central office piece into it too. We took a lot of our leadership staff and we put them there in the location as well. We taught them how to do things. We taught them how to do support functions. So mm -hmm. they were actually then supporting mm -hmm. the folks who were doing the transactions. It was such a cool way for us to all learn a little bit more about what somebody else does. Yeah. And again, I think it all tied back to that culture piece. You know, you can't ask folks to to give everything that they've got, one, if you're not willing to kind of do it yourself, and two, sure. As a team, that's how you get it done. Right. You've got to all be showing that you're all willing and kind of pulling in the same direction. And so it was, it's been an awesome experience. We're excited. We're kind of getting ready to figure out what the next part of this looks like as we right. start to plan these again. But it's something that, again, started as just a little small seed. What if we right. did this? Yeah. 
um, to think about where it is, has grown into is really, really cool and yeah. exciting. And when you did it, did it, was it the entirety of the branch operation? So obviously you talked a lot about the transactional part of it. So obviously folks at the counters dealing with it. But was it everything from, say, doing driver exams and people, the, the examiners for the day doing the testing were the all-star examiners versus the Yeah, ones that so um, we, did, we did a lot. I mean, the exams, yes. Um, what I thought was really cool is that, you know, like we talked about the leadership, we taught our leadership group how to do image capture. And so the people who were doing the transactions would be like, hey, I need a photo. And one of our management staff is going over and logging into the, the image capture workstation. Mm -hmm. They're taking that customer's photo. Um, or if we would have to do a VIN inspection, mm -hmm. you know, somebody's going out to the parking lot to right. look at that vehicle and do that VIN inspection. So it's just a, a cool way to, I think, visualize for folks. Right. We're all in this together. You know, sometimes, especially when you've got, I mean, we have 120 branch locations across our state. There's not a whole lot we can do to overcome that physical distance in terms of feeling like we're all together. So when you yeah. do these types of things, man, it just makes it feel right. like we're so much more together. So it started as this cultural initiative of bringing people together, recognizing high performers. I imagine though, putting high performers in one place, you had some less operational lessons that came out of that. Oh yeah, you definitely do. I mean, there's a reason how they have figured out kind of that secret sauce for yeah. how they get those transaction times or how they do things more accurately. Or when you think about the fact, you know, we still live in a, a very, despite the fact that I think a lot of the world isn't cash, you know, we mm -hmm. still collect a lot of cash on mm -hmm. a daily basis, especially more of our locations do than others. And so when you're doing trial balancing at the end, are there secrets? All those little pieces, you know, finishing my transaction, I'm getting ready to call my number while I'm still giving that customer just a little bit of a conversation to make them feel that connection across the counter. Mm -hmm. Watching that happen and kind of who does it and how they do it, it was really funny that one of the things that I always will remember this, this one particular one that we were at, this group was incredibly fast. I mean, it was like they got to the point where they weren't even competing on who was going to get the next person in the lobby. They started saying, I've got the white car that just pulled up in the front <laughs> parking lot because they were just that quick. So it was almost even that little friendly competition yeah. that was there, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was just all about that. It was absolutely all about that. That's, that's very cool. Overall, though, as you found that, did you notice from a management perspective that when all the positions were high performers, the branch as a whole was materially functioning at a higher level? Yeah, or, yeah. absolutely. The other thing, too, that I think is really neat is, um, you know, I think it's part of the, the, the culture that we have and, and the environment from a, an employee perspective now you know, the pandemic changed a lot of people's mindset. It, it reset them. It, it changed what was important to them. And, mm -hmm. and I also think what it did was it said, and I actually can appreciate it, the person who before the pandemic was like, you know, I don't feel really that great, but I'm going to go ahead and go in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I might jeopardize getting the rest of my team sick, but like, I'm going to be there. Right. That, the pandemic changed yeah. our mentality For there. Sure. And so... What it started to show us in these all-star days, I mean, obviously, one, it showed us the potential of how important having a full staff to a group was. Mm. 
you know, when you're able to say I'm fully staffed because mm-hmm. we were setting it up to be that right. way, right? When you were fully staffed, just kind of that exhale that the employees felt was something that we were very conscious of as we started to watch it. So much so that it's changed our staffing and the way we look at our staffing saying, you know what? We might have a math problem that says the number of people that we need is determined by the number of transactions that we do divided by the number of machines that we have. But we might say, you know what? We might need an extra person because that's just kind of the way that the flow works Mm -hmm. in the location. and so we, we saw kind of what it could be. We also saw the impact of knowing that you had everybody there that day did on the staff. It was just this lift. And so it definitely changed our view. I mean, now we, again, going back, taxpayer funded, we can't just say you've got all types of positions. But if it was that tipping point between are we going to go without one or are we going to add one, let's add one. Um, and we're going to get the quality out of it. The lift that you're going to get is worth the investment. Yeah. Were you surprised at all? It sounds like the staff that had the opportunity to do it and wanted to do it jumped in pretty quickly, which isn't always normal when you're trying to do something new and different and a little outside of the box. But it sounds like you got buy-in pretty quickly. Did yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. I mean, obviously, the first one, no one knows what All-Star Day right. is. Like, I'm going to this thing. It's yeah. on the other side of the and state. So they're, and so they're like, I have no idea what this yeah. is. And so they come in, and they're very timid, and they're kind of – and you could see over the course of the day they got more comfortable. But then what we also knew was going to happen is that we were going to be able to actually see, like – word start to spread right, about what was happening. You, you and so, yeah. And so then as they would go on, you would see it kind of like people would come in, there would be a buzz, there would be an excitement, but you would also watch this group who, you know, they're keep in mind, they're not working with each other day in and day out mm-hmm. very quickly because they were, they recognized why they were there. Mm-hmm. They recognized they were a high performer. They recognized that they had a lot of similar traits to one another they quickly started to just the conversations were so organic and happening and by the middle of the morning they're laughing they're joking yeah. in between customers they're having conversations lots of people are talking there's a buzz i mean it just yeah it was really kind of magical to watch how yeah. that happened but it all started just again going back to somebody saying should we try yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah let's try it and then knowing once we did it if we could build an excitement right. about it. And I still think that it's because we've changed them slightly as they've grown, there mm-hmm. still is that mystery about right. what What's exactly is going on here. Yeah. Watching that atmosphere that evolves in that climate that creates a high satisfaction doing my work, wanting to be at work. I imagine as a leader, you go, well, we could we could create this everywhere. It doesn't have to be just during an All Star Day, but this is this is the culture and the environment that every branch could have every day they go to work. Yeah, you can. It can. And I think the big thing that it taught me was one: you have to place an you have to place an importance on culture. You have to. It has to be something we all want it, but you got to be okay to talk about it, and you got to be able to say, "I want that." Mm-hmm. Um, but talking about it only gets you so far. Right. You gotta be willing to do the actions. Um, and I think the biggest thing for me that I learned in watching this kind of all unfold is, 
the feedback that we got in that survey was spot on. Mm -hmm. And that was, you don't have to do this huge celebration mm -hmm. that costs a bunch of money mm -hmm. and you, you buy all these things and you, you really do all that. That wasn't what was important. These folks weren't recognized because they completed some major project that they worked on. They were recognized for doing, quite frankly, what I think a lot of them just considered was just doing their job every day. But it showed them that was important to us too. And if you start to do that, that to me is where the culture really starts to grow. Right. We have it. I think we all work for it. We all want it. But it's also can be a little uncomfortable to talk about. Sure. And it seems like a goal that you don't necessarily want to talk about mm -hmm. or you want to focus on or there, there becomes other things sure. that kind of trump it in the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we have just found that in doing that, and I, I think we've tried to make it a point to just keep getting better day by day at acknowledging the fact that what we do day in and day out is a really big deal. Yeah. And you do that, the culture piece kind of starts to organically happen. When we did that um, survey part where we, we participated in that survey, which was the third party deal, you know, they just went to our employees and asked the questions. We thought, nah, nothing will come of this, but we'll get some valuable feedback. But one of the things that I, they also talked to us about was, you know, we focus on the negative. Like, what are they going to tell me that I need to improve and fix? Great, I'm going to do those. But they also said, you're going to get a lot of good feedback. Lean into that, too. Mm -hmm. And that was a part that we started to get back right away was, we're not doing a bad job. Our employees were saying, yeah, when we do something big, we all get together and we celebrate it. But we do a lot of really small things that when you put them all together, they add up to a really big thing. Yeah. And we can be better at that. So we got benefit out of both. So the other side of, of culture, uh, of course, is focused a lot on supporting employees. And I think that's kind of where the other program that you've been talking about comes into play, which is the resource team. Mm -hmm. So how did that come about? So the resource team was one of those similar things where it's like, man, we have a lot of talent out here in various places. How do we utilize it more? And it, and it was part of a recognition piece too, right? How do we, how do we say you're doing a great job. You're really good at what you do. You're excelling in your branch, but how can we use you to help others succeed too? And so we, somebody said, you know what? What if there was a team? Um, and it was basically like, I'm struggling with pick a topic, morale, or you know, I'm, I'm struggling with you know, audit comes in and they're looking at these particular transactions and I'm just we're not doing a good job at those. They're finding things. Whatever the case may be, um, we're getting ready to move. And my bet the bat, my storage area is a complete mess. You know, how do I, when we move into this brand new location that's painted and looks beautiful, how do I make sure that I don't create another mess back yeah. there again in this new space? And it was like, what if we had a team that could that was there and it was almost like I said in my presentation, kind of superhero-ish like, we're putting up the bat signal and we're saying, we need the help. Mm -hmm. um, and this team could kind of come in and say, how can we help you? But the team was not intimidating because it was made up of people that were just like the folks that they were going in to help. 
They had all experienced the same types of challenges. They've worked in a variety of locations, and so they've seen the goods, the bad. They've taken little nuggets of, I like that, but I hated doing that that way. I would do it this way if I did it. They've all done that in their previous experience, and so giving them an opportunity to do that, it was an investment in them, but it was also an acknowledgement of us to say, there's not one good way to do it. You know, we try to be, we have policy manuals and we have step-by-step guides of how to do things. But I also think our agency was smart enough to say, you know what, there can be different ways to get to the finish line. Not everybody has to take the same exact path. And that we recognized they weren't going to do that. And so to be able to create kind of a team that could come in and say, we're here to help. Tell us what you need us to do. But also it being somebody where they say, I've, I've sat across the counter. Mm-hmm. I have worked in the back office. I have managed a, a location that's like this before. Right. It was incredibly valuable because it, you, they gained credibility the moment they walked in the door. Yeah. You know, you can have an audit group or somebody like that that walks in and it's like, ooh, I don't know that I can trust you. You're, you, don't, you maybe don't do what I do. You haven't, you haven't done all these jobs. Do you really know what mm-hmm. we're doing in here? But that credibility was critical to doing that. And it kind of just took, broke all those, those walls down of being unsure and kind of guarded about what it was. And we just saw incredible response right off the bat. And it, it was a great way for us to provide help, but also, again, to invest in the folks that were doing a really, really great job every day. Yeah, and so is it a static team that is always available as a group, or is it a roster of people that okay, this person needs this help from this area, so let's connect them with this person? So I'm, I'm. It's actually funny that that you asked that because we were having a little bit of a conversation about kind of what the future of this team looks like going forward. Just this morning, and so. As it is right now, it's, a, it's just a steady roster of people. Those folks are nominated. They get nominated by their supervisors. And then a team kind of selects this group. And it's based on a lot of different things, much like the All-Star days. It's not just about do you do a transaction really fast or really accurate. It, it, it's a team. And because we have this wide catalog of options or, or you need help with a, B, and C, right. you've got to have a pretty diverse makeup of that team, which they do. Um, and they basically serve a one-year term. And what we did was we set them kind of on offsetting schedules from an expiration perspective. Mm-hmm. That way we didn't have a brand new team every sure. single year. So you get some continuity as you go through. But what we actually started talking about this morning was because it's been so successful, And because I think there's a lot of interest starting to grow about it because people are starting to see the results, they're starting to hear about, hey, that resource team came in and they they helped us with this. The concept of, well, do we offer this to more people? Mm. Do we start to maybe look at, rather than one team that kind of covers the state, do we look at even potentially like regional coverages? Mm -hmm. You know, and and it, it all, all it does is it builds interest, it builds availability, um, but it also, you know, again, provides more opportunity for, the, to, for us to recognize the folks that are doing great work. Because on the folks on the team, it's all 
in, in addition to their job. Absolutely. It's not in lieu of their role. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I, I, I kind of had, a, as I was putting together the presentation, I looked at kind of what the team had been able to do. And, and in the last year, they had visited 15 locations. And, and at first, I was kind of like, oh, that, is that number impressive enough to include in my presentation when I talk about this? Are people going to be like, wow, they this is the all-star and they, you know, like, like barely one a month. But then when you, when I started to really think about it, it's like, wait, this group, they have full-time jobs during the day too. They're in key positions. You know, that's one of the things that you've got to also realize. And, And remember when you're doing these types of activities is you want to recognize those all stars. You want to get them out and, and introduce them to other people around them but you also have to remember they hold key positions right. and key responsibilities in their own locations that they're at. And so you can't have them out of there all the time either, or you start to see a dip in their home location. Right. Right. Um, and so, yeah, they, they are doing their full-time duties in addition to the resource team. But, man, they have just been really, really valuable and really, really helpful. And, and we've, we've also seen I, – I don't – I'd have to look and have the, the group poll kind of data, but – I also know that a lot of those folks that have been on that team have promoted into roles, yeah. you know, move their way up the ladder. And that part of that, I think, is just the exposure. But it's also they're getting as much as they're putting in, they're getting back out of it, too. Sure. We hear that time and time again that it's not like an additional duty because they're getting something in return. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I imagine it's a great way for you as a leader in the organization to be able to support that development, both programs, these development, promotional growth, succession planning can all come from those kind of platforms. Oh, yeah. My staff will tell you, Ian, I am probably the worst at trying to steal the good talent and put them in anywhere in in the agency that I can. If you have an abundance of talent in your agency, that is the best problem that you can have. I think these programs truly though they start to show you what kind of talent that you have Mm -hmm. and i also think that what i've learned especially when we we talked a little bit about kind of the workforce is different today you know there are a lot of people who they are not going to come to you and say this is what i want in my career i want to grow i want i actually want to i look at this place as not just a job but as a career but they're waiting on you to ask the question. And sometimes we don't do that, right? We're, we're kind of just like, okay, I'm going to wait for them to raise their hand and say, I'm ready to kind of do the next thing. But these programs, I think, have allowed us to see and, and identify some people who maybe weren't comfortable saying, I want to do more. I'm capable of doing more. Would you let me do more? And so as a, as a leader in our agency, I, I couldn't be happier about these programs. I couldn't be more supportive of these programs uh, because it's they're 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 such a great piece. Yes, the agency benefits, mm-hmm. but if I I mean I I've been with our agency for almost 15 years. I, that was me. I I've lived that. I identified this as a place that was going to be more than a job for me. It was going to be a career. So I understand what that's like and and i was fortunate enough that i had those opportunities placed in front of me to kind of continue and grow and advance in my career if we can create programs like these two that do that incredible 
incredible because the folks that are going and working their way through these programs right now, they're going to be sitting in my seat. They're going to be sitting in the folks that report to me. They're going to ultimately sit in that commissioner's seat Mm -hmm. 10, 15 years down the road. So let's invest in them now because they're just going to make our agency better longer. We all try to think about the way we can impact the agency, you know, and kind of live our, leave our legacy, if you will. And a lot of times we have this very short-term vision, you know, what am I going to do in the next four years to make this place better? Programs like these will make our agency better 20 years down the road, 30 years down the road. That's legacy. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing that. It sounds very exciting. I have no doubt there are agencies listening to this right now going, I want to try this out. So you may hear from some folks. Oh, I, I would love it. Learn a little I, more. I absolutely would love it. We appreciate the platform. We are open and available to answer any questions. Um, I actually think I, I'm kind of getting excited even now just thinking about some of the folks who helped put this program together taking those calls. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I could take it and I could answer it, but let's have them do it. The folks yeah. that are doing it, let's let them talk about it because their passion, you think I'm passionate about it, they're even more <laughs> passionate about it. So that it's great. That's I can't awesome. wait. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on it. They sound like huge successes. They sound like the great example of, hey, let's try something different, see if it works, throw it up against the wall and what sticks and it sounds like you've got two permanent things sticking to the wall here yep, absolutely they definitely stuck that's, that's for great. sure excellent well congratulations thanks Ian. thanks for it. joining me for the conversation today uh, thank you all for listening thanks to our producers claire jeffrey and chelsea hadwin till next week everyone stay well thank you for joining us for amvacast hosted by ian grossman produced by claire jeffrey and chelsea hadwin music by gibson arthur this episode is brought to you by get mobile id by get group north america visit us at amvacast.podbean.com and subscribe on apple podcasts google podcasts stitcher and spotify